Hey, I'm Tyler, and I host the podcast Young for This Hit, where I used to watch movies I had never seen before with friends who really liked it, but then I ran out of time because I was doing too much other podcast stuff. Anyways, now I'm watching TV shows with my friend Evan. Say hi, Evan. What? So we're watching TV shows at least one of us haven't seen, sometimes both of us. Anyways, sometimes we like them, sometimes we hate them, other times it's just, I don't know, but whatever. But anyways, well, we're watching them, and it's too young for this hit, and you can find us at probablywork.com and any other place you want to listen to podcasts, or you just hear sounds in general. That's probablywork.com, and we're too young for this hit. Well, I gotta go ahead another podcast, so bye. Oh my god, I hated that so much. I am the bringer of life. I am the destroyer of the world. I reunite nations. I kill all who oppose me. I am a machine, but I feel pain. I am human, but I feel nothing. I'm death. I'm friendship. I'm mistrust. I'm forgiveness. I'm waiting. I'm longing. I am the heart. I am the soul. The harbinger of doom. The messenger of joy. Passion. Anger. Fate. Destiny. Friendship. Love. I am the RPG. I am the golden years! Welcome to the RPG. The After Years, your weekly show about all things RPG. This is episode 78. I'm Rich. I'm Jay. And I'm Scott. This and is I'm also the, the fire. <laughs> God <laughs> dang it. Dang it, Bill. Right. Sorry. <laughs> I forgot he was there. This is the final episode of 2019. This episode will be discussing the games of the decade. And while Bill kind of lurks around the corner, he's kind of messed up our entire outline. Read Yay. from the script. I'm should doing, we start I'm over? Drawing, we should probably I'm start over, right? We can. <laughs> okay. no, no, that's good. Now let's just roll with it. Yeah, I do like that. <laughs> it's the banter. All right, guys, just so you know, <laughs> uh, Bill is back. Um, it is 9.49 Central Standard Time for me. Apparently, Bill doesn't sleep. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's 10 to 4 in the morning for me, and I've got a little sleeping baby on my chest. And uh, I'm downstairs in a quiet part of the house, so I thought I'd come join you guys for a bit. So I'll just be lurking in the background. <laughs> and for the record, the baby has zero rich. opinions about anything <clears throat> that we're talking about. I already checked. She hates FF8, though. Oh, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> yeah? All right. I could feel like Scott <laughs> and, all of a sudden just... When can we have an interview with her? Yeah. <laughs> well, if you, you could probably hear her sniffling. <laughs> <laughs> She's nice. like a little puppy at the moment. She's going... <laughs> While we're on the topic, you want to give us an update on the the little uh, little spawn of of Bill? Spawn of Bill, yeah. So a uh, little Margot, she was born um, on the nineteenth of December. She's currently four days old, a few hours away from being five days old, and uh, yeah, she's doing really really well. Mother and baby are doing well, and yeah, I'm just like you know adding it. Four yeah. a.m. up in the up in the middle of the night. I have a question though. What you? Watching The Witcher. <laughs> Her first TV program is The Witcher. You'll be pleased to hear that, Jay. It's very, very good for the ch- children, you know? <laughs> Teaches them a lot of things about life. Yes, a lot of side boob. <laughs> <laughs> most, of, most of life, that's all life is. It's just one giant side boob. It's like good enough for the most part, but doesn't quite get you there. <laughs> Sorry, did someone else have a question just then? I read? did. I did. Who gave you a baby? <laughs> my wife's my second baby oh. 
Well, she got a baby. Who just... gave you the baby? <laughs> are you, I just are you trained? <laughs> you didn't steal this one? No, not this one. <laughs> First one I did. You're going up. <laughs> I, I love it. Well, we're all very proud of you and your wife. Oh, thank you guys. I know we already Making sort of babies. congratulated before, but I think this might be the first. Yeah, this is the first time it's been announced on the podcast. So, yeah, we didn't talk about it at all, did we? During the actual RPG Golden Year stuff, I don't think so. It might have been mentioned well, in all of Bill's updates. Oh, gotcha. I definitely, I definitely mentioned that I'm having a kid. I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely. Well, that shows how close Rich listens. Nope. <laughs> it's like four it's 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 early in the morning every time he talks i'm like oh my god hey it's four in the morning now i'm all right well, now you know my pain <laughs> i do think ah. that we should announce that since this is the second year of the after years we need to clarify for people not to get used to your presence bill unfortunately oh, yeah, this, this is this is a very rare occasion and she starts sleeping better i will be on here less okay. yeah as, he, as you said it's like three thirty your time right AM. Uh, yeah, nearly four o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> She's waking up a little bit now. We're glad to have you, though. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Sort of. <laughs> so we got Bill's update. What have you guys been up to? How about you, Jay? Hey, so not much. I have, uh, game-wise, I started playing uh, The Witcher 3 on the Switch. Um, the normal Pokemon activities. Um, and, yeah, that's about it. Been... Uh, going crazy over the new witcher tv show i'm very happy with it so far um, i think we have a spot later on for us to discuss that a little bit oh yes uh but yeah that's that's pretty much it i am on the cusp of buying resident evil 2 since it's on a uh, super cheap sale i think it, it's actually like 20 bucks for a second i thought it was 15 dollars and i Ooh. was about to jump on that but it's actually 20 um so yeah i'll buy that and play it and then give some thoughts about it at some update. Probably not soon, but you can that's about burn, it. You can burn through that game in three hours. I am not good at games. <laughs> that's not really the <laughs> way to play it for your first time either. No. Anyway, no, no. I'm really, especially Resident Evil games or any type of horror genre games. I'm very bad at them. I'm not very. I'm not very good at games in general. Like, uh, I could not play, beat any of the Dark Souls games. I almost bought Sekiro, but then I realized I would not be good at it. And we'll just get mad, so I passed on it. <laughs> I never yeah, I wonder if I've avoided it. I know I yeah, probably but... could get good enough eventually, but it, I wouldn't enjoy the journey, I don't think. Yeah, I'm very much a story guy. Like, I like right. the gameplay, but I want some, I want a lot of story. That's why I play Final Fantasy games. I don't typically enjoy stories that rely on you just reading all the lore. But you like 13. Well, at least there's cutscenes to go with it. Whether or not they explain <laughs> it well is another thing. People at least talk in 13. Right. That's true. <laughs> How is Witcher on the Switch? Uh, it's it's the same game. Um I I can tell how they got it to play on the Switch though, so the textures uh, are dumbed down pretty terribly. Um, definitely less NPCs walking around, but also something that I've noticed on even Pokemon Shield, the graphics do this weird blurring effect. Uh, every now and then, it seems like instead of uh, it just seems like some sort of strategy to keep 
the game kind of uh, pretending that it looks not pixelated. It kind of it's kind of like this weird um, smoothing blur effect that's going on over the pixels, so it doesn't look like pixels, uh, and it's weird, uh, like a rendering type lag. Yeah, it's like a it's like purposefully blending in some of the rendering to disguise the fact that it's uh, low resolution and doesn't have nearly as many shadows. Uh, I also noticed that walking through the sand, there are no more footprints. So it's like the little little things that they've taken out in order to to get ah. the switch to render it. It's like it's like the Silent Hill effect, where they mm. just ha- added the fog, <laughs> right? Just because they because they couldn't render the background properly. So it's it's The Witcher, but with a lot of fog. <laughs> yeah, a lot of the uh, especially open world games on the Switch use that to sort of hide what the draw distance actually is. Uh, and Breath of the Wild does it too. In that's disguised by the fact that it has like a sort of a cartoony art style. Yeah. The, I I almost wish they would have went with a more cartoony art style because the, it's obviously not a cartoony art style, but you can tell that the switch is not able to keep up uh, without it basically being drawn down to like, I don't know, like first generation 360 uh, Xbox 360 game graphics, basically. Right. I would say it's either similar or a little bit worse than The Witcher 2, which was a 360 game. Hmm. Well, we've talked about it before, and it's a miracle that the game even is on the cartridge in the first place on the Switch. So, Yeah, I'll give you that. And it, it, The game and all of the expansions are on the one cartridge, and that's just amazing. I think I read an article that they're upping the the cartridge size options for developers next year. That'll be cool. Yeah. Hmm. Has yeah. anyone called the game Switcher yet? Is that a Switcher? <laughs> <laughs> Am I the first person I hope to think so. of that? Probably not. Hmm. Uh, yes. Well, I look forward to hearing your opinions on that and uh, definitely the Resident Evil 2 remake. Maybe we can do like a second opinion section if you end up getting through it. Yeah, that would be that's a big if, but yeah, that would <laughs> yeah. be a good idea. Well, by the time he gets uh-huh. to that, Resident Evil Three will be out, and me and Scott will already be playing that. That's <laughs> yeah. true. And then I'll have to quickly switch to that and hold you guys back. That's oh, all right. How, how about you, Scott? What have you been up to? Um. Well, uh, yesterday we beat Link's Awakening on the Switch, uh, Corey and I, and so my brief set opinion on that is it's exactly the same as the Game Boy game just with the you know updated art style much updated um, and some you know quality of life improvements but I think we're going to do a full episode on that game uh, here soon maybe next week even depending on how things play out with our schedule okay I know Ooh. Bill really liked that game I love Link's Awakening it's the best Zelda I think that's the first Zelda game that I realized Link has blonde hair. Well, did you play it on the Game Boy or the Game Boy Color? I don't remember. Um, I know I the first game I played was A Link to the Past, and he has like pink hair in that. Right. So I thought that for the longest time, I thought that was just his design. And then I played Link's Awakening, and I recall there being blonde hair. Right. It's like, oh, okay. This is weird. Yeah, Link to the Past was just his like emo phase. He's oh, right. a broody teenager. He dyed his hair just to go against his parents. It's a great game, by the way. 
Bill, uh, I know he, you had a lot of um, comments on the art style when they first showed the initial tra- trailer for the remake. You yeah, softened um, on that any yet? No, not really. <laughs> I'm still not <laughs> a fan. I li- I'd like I'd like to play it because I'd like the quality of life improvements they've made. But uh, yeah, other than that. Oh well. Um, let's see. What else have we been playing? Still been playing Luigi's Mansion Three. Got a couple floors farther in that game. Still holding up. Enjoying it a lot. I also went online for the first time uh, playing Smash Ultimate, which, despite only being over, yeah, I don't know how many hours I've got into it, but it's at least a hundred. Um, <laughs> all I had left was the trophies. The game has like a thing called challenges, where you just do various things, or sort of like trophies. I've got all of them except for the ones that require you to go online. So I finally put on my big boy britches and <laughs> went online. Was it hard uh, to get owned? Did you get spanked really hard? I thought I was, I thought I was going to actually, um, but I was doing like winning one out of every three, which is a lot better than I thought. Because I figured, you know, a year in, that only experts would still be playing online consistently. Apparently not. There's still a lot of scrubs out there. Yeah, thirty-three percent wins. That's a better ratio than I've ever had of anything. I'm pretty good at Smash. I just am nowhere near competitive, so I just figured, you know, everybody online would be great. But I'll continue to play that for until, at least until I unlock everything, which hopefully shouldn't be too hard. It's just a matter of actually going online and playing against people, which is not something I normally do. Um, but yeah, that's about it. Uh, we'll probably continue playing Luigi's Mansion 3 this week, and Corey actually told me today he wants to play 13 final fantasy 13 to himself Ooh. Uh, all by yeah. himself yeah so we'll he's probably growing start up <laughs> oh, he's in for he's in for an amazing experience well he beat uh 13 earlier this year so Did, oh, I bloody love 13. was it official news that 13 is going to come to the switch or was that speculation i think it's coming to xbox was the big announcement recently which is, well, which is a bunch of crap I want to see it on the Switch. We was, we know now it could go on the Switch. So surely it was already on the Xbox. Well, uh, it's, it's Game coming Pass. to Game Pass. Yeah, uh, like, yeah. like pretty much every Final Fantasy <laughs> is coming to Game Pass, along with all the Kingdom Hearts. Heck, I'm confident that 15 could go on the Switch, like the legitimate 15. Just if The Witcher can, I I know everything else can. So the graphically, The Witcher's comparable to 15. I would think so. Uh, yeah, I would say, oh, uh, dumb down the rendering like you do, uh, like they did for The Witcher. But yeah, uh, yeah overall, it's for all its flaws. But one thing you can't say about fi- or not 15 on is its visuals. Yeah, it's beautiful. Right, and that's about it for me. Uh, what have you been up to, Richard? Well. I basically hauled ass from the movie theater back here so we could do the recording. So I watched uh, Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker. I have a lot of questions, but I won't talk about Everyone much. dies. Yep, pretty much. All Everyone the people. Spoilers. All day What's spoilers. your one-sentence spoiler-free review? My spoiler-free re- review? Um, I liked it. It was it was a Star Wars movie. That's basically it. it that's what it was. So you liked it. I just liked it. 
Um, but That's was good. I, you like was was I expecting it to blow me away and I'm go, oh my god, I'm like emotional? No. But so you know. if it if it was a regular Star Wars movie, that means for the average human being, it was an okay movie. Yeah. But for someone who's a huge Star Wars fan, that sucks. Yeah, they're not gonna. I, I don't know. I don't think they're just gonna like it because it it did stuff like right off the bat. The words that they they try to catch people up with happen what happens makes no sense. Why? It's like oh, by the way, this so has say- happened. What? Why? <laughs> I'm confused. So. I'm going to say something semi-controversial, but all Star Wars movies are not good movies. Yeah. There's not one good Star Wars movie. That is they, very good. They're all great. They, there are some that are entertaining, but actual good movies, they are not. Did you like The Last Jedi, Rich? Mm, not really. Uh, then I'm going to love the new movie. <laughs> yeah, you probably like it. I mean, it's it's really weird when Darth Vader shows back up. I mean, I thought that was kind of odd. I'm a very casual Star Wars fan, if, so I haven't if, hated any of the movies. Well, if Darth yeah. Vader actually turns up, and that's a spoiler, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> don't worry. You're just like how calmly I said that. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> you don't know. Uh, what so about the video games? Or did you have something to say, Rich? Oh, no, that's basically it. That's all I had with that one. Yeah, I would like to add in that the original Star Wars movies are the worst. The ones that came out back when Bill was a wee lad. I guess you probably don't have as much nostalgia. (laughs) I kind of agree with Jay. (laughs) They're not good movies. No. Like, the the fight scenes are entertaining. Visually, they're appealing, but the, the, the breadth, the the depth to the movies suck. They're not good. And we Sounds like a good our... like Patreon bonus episode at some point. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> where we just lose all of our listeners just because of that. Star or we gain a ton. Yeah, it's true. We, we, we bring them in for the hatred, but keep them because they like us. Maybe. Probably not. But then we will at least have a following of people who will hate Hitting on Star Wars is all the rage these days. I guess. I mean, don't get me wrong. The movie was was appealing. It was it was fun. It does have a little bit of emotion to it, but I didn't like drop my pants and just crap myself of of excitement. (laughs) But it it was still it was still a Star Wars movie. So it's it is what it is. Um, But other than that, I I mean, we're getting ready for the holidays. I've played a little bit of a few games. I've got on sale for my Switch. Like I got the Darksiders. Uh, series except the third one on my Switch. That was pretty nice. I got those for oh, like. Oh, I love Dark Siders one. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> is it how's it holding up? It's not bad. It, you know, those were Xbox 360 games, so they're just I mean, hack and slash, right? Basically, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, different than Dark Stalkers, right? Correct. The, these games have Mark Hamill. That's in it. that's Rich's other job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, Mark Hamill's like your little guide, isn't he? Like your yeah. Yeah. It was weird. I had a, I forgot I heard that. I, I forgot like, wait a minute. That. that guy sounds familiar. Holy <laughs> crap, it's Mark Hamill. Yeah, they spent all the budget on him. Basically. <laughs> I still uh, quite liked it though. I, at the time I remember preferring Dante's Inferno. I love that game. Yeah, that's a good but one. They never too. got a sequel. Never got a sequel. Really well, disappointing. Why would they do a sequel on that one? Uh because it's part of the Divine Comedy trilogy. Well it's yeah. Like a classic series of books. But they've already and like the, I thought they did the whole uh, thing. In that one, no, Inferno was like the first bit. Oh, okay. 
so you know you descend through the circles of hell yeah. <clears throat> rescue beatrix and um then you're supposed to go to purgatory but that it's like that never happened yeah that game is dirty oh yes there's a lot of dirtiness in that <laughs> um but other than that that's pretty much it I'm working my time at gamestop for a little bit still what you know what we're about to ask you though right what are you gonna ask me where are you in alundra i have downloaded on my vita is that progress? That's that progress. Done, that is progress. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Rich, I can't explain to you how hard that game is. Thank you. <laughs> I'm going to fly there and make your baby a single parent. Make your <laughs> baby. Uh, <laughs> what are you saying, Rich? I don't even know. I was going to go for a joke there. And She's I totally four days failed. old, man. She's too young to be here. <laughs> no, I was going to. Part of a single family. <laughs> No, it, just, it takes skill. You have to really get used to it and learn how to play the game. Yes, thank you for that. I just totally ruined that. And we have a blooper. Oh, because if I, I recall failed. correctly, if I remember right, uh, Bill's wife is a genius, so she would be just fine. Yeah, she'll probably be fine. Yeah, she is. Maybe better off. <laughs> probably. Right. Um. So, should we take bets on whether or not Rich finishes Alundra? <laughs> I'll take that action. <laughs> no, Rich, Rich won't. Your track record's like 50-50, right? I mean, yeah, I'm still completing games. <laughs> Just not all of all them. Right. <laughs> but I'm there. I, uh, I, I've downloaded it. I do need to start that. It's probably going to be the first of the year when I start that. But yeah. from what Bill's been telling me, I'm like super excited to get to it. Oh, oh don't get me wrong. It's a really fun game. I mean... It's like um, it's like a Zelda clone, but it's just there's a lot of um, there's a lot of platforming in it, and it does take a bit of skill getting used to. Yeah, I've heard that before. But it's good, good fun. I've heard that before. <laughs> yeah, Fantasy Star is super awesome. It's fun. This game's a bunch of bullshit. So well, yeah, we were gonna get uh, Bill's update corner later in the episode, but obviously his surprise appearance is changing that a little bit. Do you want to go ahead and? Give your update, Billy. Yeah, I've had I've had a baby. <laughs> <laughs> Is that it? Uh, yeah, no. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, through the course of having to hold a sleeping baby, I've played a lot of Alandra. <laughs> so I'm up to um, 17 hours on my save file. Oh my god! Me... That's a lot of baby holding. <laughs> <laughs> I was at 10 hours when it was born. <laughs> when it was it's born. A... Okay. <laughs> when it was born. She's sleeping. She's so cute. Um, anyway, <laughs> yeah. So uh, I've been putting a good bit of ton of ton of work into that. I'm still only about one of one third of the way through the game though. Uh, I'm currently in Giles's nightmare. It's good fun. You're 17 hours in, and you're one third of the way done. Yep. Yeah, I'm not gonna finish that. It's yet. about four. It's about four hours. Started. Now. Rich, you you you'll love it. I I'm tell sure. you, because uh, especially like. Especially like when you're holding a baby, you need to sort of stay awake. Alandra's great. I don't have a baby. <laughs> I know. So we know the solution then. You have a baby. You gotta, baby. You gotta <laughs> go steal Bill's baby. <laughs> no, Margo. Or make it a single parent. <laughs> yeah, make it a single parent. That's the quote of the year, guys. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, that's pretty much it for me. I've only been playing Alandra. Uh, like I have got. Um, uh, romancing saga free but um yeah i've just been wanting to put time in the laundry i'm just really enjoying it well good but romancing saga free is great you guys should play it it's not I for the not. damn saga 
<laughs> I've good. heard good things about it. Game. Like I'm tempted to, but it's, uh, so if as an entry point for Saga, it's really good. Like I would not recommend starting with Saga Frontier, but Romancing Saga Pre, it's got that like high quality square soft SNES RPG style. So How I'm many? Talking like Final Final Fantasy Six, like somewhere between Final Fantasy Five and Six in style, but like the the gameplay is a lot more simplistic than other Saga. <laughs> how many really pixels formation how many pixels are on the screen at any given time during that game because that's usually usually how i categorize whether i'm going to play it or not uh i've got no idea it's like i say it was originally a snes game so they've just like you, you, polished you should it go figure that out go Why? figure that out and get back to me count them. 16 16 <laughs> bits so i assume 16 pixels <laughs> That's what I'm going for. I'm sticking with it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, my wife's a genius. We just worked that out. <laughs> True. It's certainly not you. It's <laughs> certainly not me. <laughs> <laughs> um, before we get out of this section, uh, I was sort of trying to think of a better name than Bill's Update Corner. That's you know, pretty generic. Uh, so I started trying to think of like different, what did the British do differently than the rest of us? Because you like, know that's the most defining everything. thing about you. I wanted yeah. it to be Bill's privy. Privy. <laughs> privy. <laughs> is that that's a British term, right? The privy. Well, um, I don't think that is. I, I think privy is an old Western term. Oh come on! <laughs> have to look that up. We in in England would probably say something like you know thoughts from the crapper, or from the bog. <laughs> My idea is uh, <laughs> tea time with Bill. Tea time. <laughs> or Bill's spot of tea. Bill's Boston tea party time. Uh, Updates and crumpets. <laughs> oh, I like that. So if you listeners have any ideas, feel free to submit them. We may actually end up using them when that Bill's section crump- becomes Bill's permanent. crumpet break. Crumpet break. <laughs> <laughs> then you got to like have an actual crumpet brand you got to sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> Brought to you love- by Warburton's. Crumpets. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Warburton, like snacks on some podcasts, so maybe. Ooh. Um, I like that. Tea time with Bill. That's what I'm leaning towards too. But we'll yeah, take tea time and crumpets with Bill. <laughs> <laughs> I make sure I'm eating the crumpet every time I do my thing. <laughs> you gotta talk with your mouth full the entire time. <laughs> oh, just butter on this crumpet, so good. And for the record, we're not gonna listen to any of the updates you send. We're just gonna splice them in and then publish the episode. I would like no. to eventually get to where <laughs> we can somehow play it live while we're listening, but obviously that presents some technical things we got to work through. Yeah, uh, we're not we that talented. We'll, we'll have to buy a Zoom. Yeah, we could do it with Zoom, but anyway, that's technical. That's technical issues. I guess you know more about it than anybody at this point. Yeah, Zoom, Zoom's great, but we need to get a pro account. <laughs> How much are they? Uh, I've got no idea. <laughs> I'll have to look into that. Yeah, like I said, that's an off-topic. That's an off-podcast topic. Yeah. And speaking of the state of the podcast, I just wanted to let you guys know. It's um, a mess. Well, Actually, no, it's not. We're working on it. <laughs> this is the most planned out it's ever been. Mm-hmm. Lies. <laughs> Lies. You haven't seen my final lap twin review document. <laughs> That's true. I have seen some of your docs before. Like uh, nightmares. I want to let you guys know I'm in the process of getting new album art. And... I've started talking to a couple people about new songs or, or a new intro and outro anyway. So I'll let you know more about that off air. 
so that everybody can look forward to more of the reveal. Well, they suck. So long making it. I'm sorry. No, it didn't. I mean, it's no, all right. My intro. Hey, fresh oh. new look, fresh new sound. New blood. Had, it used to be the, the golden <laughs> years. When, when was that? That was season one. <laughs> that, was that was up until it's, season three. Then I kind of. That's the last time I heard the. I. That's the last time I actually listened to this podcast. Wow. <laughs> I love you, Jay. <laughs> you should admit. <laughs> um. But anyway, we can talk more about that off air. We'll come up with some better titles for different sections and stuff like that. Yeah. Look at this improving. Uh, the after Trying years. to do better. New year, new me. Make that a resolution. <laughs> to not suck at the things that we do. At least listen to your own podcast. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> no, no, no. That's, like, that's like watching my own porn videos, Scott. Okay? You just don't do it. Jay Hizzle at Pornhub.com. <laughs> at JD Hizzle. Um, Maybe I'm just a narcissist. <laughs> Scott's just, like, I look at everything. Let's play don't worry. It's, right, it's just Scott, Jay. Let's Scott play shoots, <laughs> Scott shoots the POV videos, but oh, he yeah. has to make sure that he's the uh, the one in, in focus. <laughs> sounds hot. I like the way you're going with it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Next. <laughs> What's next, Rich? Uh, so next we're going to talk about news, everybody. So each of us are going to take a topic with the news, and we'll kind of just talk about what we think is going on. I'll go first. Um, new Final Fantasy VII Remake info. So we have the Tifa art, Aerith abilities, you know, where she dies, uh, and Shiva. <laughs> what an ability. <laughs> just dies. It's a great one. She better make it. She's going to make it through the full first game, I bet. So, first time she'll. No, I guess technically she lived all the way through Crisis Core and Kingdom Hearts. Does that count? Eh, No, that doesn't count. Kingdom Hearts never counts. She's only died in one game. Yeah. But I do like what they did in that. I mean, the the screenshots and stuff they have of her movements with Cloud and whatnot is, is really good looking. Um, I think that was one question a lot of people had uh, when they announced that you would be able to play as every character. It's like, well, how is Aerith going to play? Because, you know, she's just got her stick and magic. Yeah. doesn't sound very fun, but just after seeing somebody say what? Just hit it till it dies. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but in the, the videos and stuff, it she, she's kind of very fluid and just casting spells everywhere. I think yeah. it, she might actually be fun to play as. Yeah. Open. By the way, Sephiroth looks sexy. Yeah, he does. Oh, yeah. My God, I cannot wait to see that beautiful face. Trying to kill you? Maybe he was born with it. Maybe it's Maybelline. <laughs> He's just so such a great character. So, yeah. Despite the, the fact that they ruined him <laughs> with crap ways of telling the story or yeah. crap translation i've never been able to really tell yeah i've all i've always gotten final fantasy 7 to the point to where i understand what's happening and then i just retell the whole story in my head in a way that makes better sense one day i'll sit you down and explain it point by point so i, I get it <laughs> i just ha- have to have others explain it to me i don't get it from the game right so i have a theory here what if they don't actually click, kill Aerith off. What if they change that in the game? How pissed would you guys be? Are you sure? 
I it's a pretty pivotal point of the game. I get that. Yeah, it's too big. It's too big a moment. But what and I they think they're going to make it canon with Advent Children and everything. So. I think the I think best they're... you can hope for is like a DLC that lets you play as her in later parts of the game. The resurrection. Yeah, I think they're going. To, I think they're overall they're going to respect the the game story. I think I really think they're going to correct a lot of mistakes that they had uh, in the original. Most likely, it was the translations. Uh, I've heard a lot of people say that the translation is what. Uh, left a lot of disconnected pieces in the um, original. Yeah, like the but... fact that the early Sephiroth encounters are actually encounters with Genova, who's the shapeshifter. Right. But it's just like, don't, yeah, that's don't mention that throughout the whole game. Completely but, lost. Know, big plot point. Yeah. <laughs> right. So I think I think they are just going to, especially if they are making the entire first game Midgar, they're going to really flesh out some of these story details. That's good. Yeah. I can. Like instead of like one, like, you know, an hour and you're already like super deep into it, it'll probably like one hour is probably going to be like six hours. Balls so, deep. Yes. And all of these screenshots that they released this week look amazing. Like each one is almost looks like a piece of art by itself. Yeah. Yes, it, it, does, really it does look very good. Um, President Shiva. Shinra. Yes, yeah, Shinra looks, or uh, Shiva does look awesome. All Rufus. The summons are going to be interesting since they're they actually come out on the battlefield with you. It'll be interesting to see how useful they really are. Yeah, because in so fifteen first, they weren't in, they weren't useful at all. Right. And that's yeah. a problem that a lot of Final Fantasies say usually aren't. Ten still has my favorite summoning. Uh, yeah, it's pretty broken in ten. It's like the one exception. So I was going through these screenshots and for a sec- like I, I went really fast through uh, one of these and I swear to God, I thought it was Zell for a second from eight. <laughs> oh, like, is that the new character? On? This guy and soldier? Yeah, he looks like a soldier. He's got like yeah, a blonde hair. Yeah, so he, he's a character that wasn't in the original and he showed up in one of the, the last couple trailers. People were like, who the hell is that? Part yeah, of this announcement, is, his name is apparently Rosh. Yeah. Or Roche. Um he loves bikes, speed, and anyone who can give him a challenge. So his comrades, he... however, find him annoying. He constantly squeals his rear tire and makes them choke on fumes of burnt rubber. That does sound annoying. Yeah, like a frat boy. A very nineties description. It sounds just like Zell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Zell. You're the wrong uh, game, since, buddy. Since he's a new character, I'm wondering if how big of a role he'll play or if he'll just be like a boss and a couple times in the early parts of the game he'll be a tutorial on how to do the bike mini game could be yeah. <laughs> well I mean, he's a on, class soldier how hard could he be yeah give me a hot dog <laughs> right well in this in the screenshot he's got he's carrying a sword that looks like one of zach's first swords he had before he got the buster sword well before the buster sword zach had the standard issue yeah, soldier. yeah i was about to say that yeah i know that's what i was saying it looks like one of the swords so he's probably soldier Love crisis sword. yeah I, I really hope that they can make a game that makes sense with Crisis Core because I really liked it. I'm sure they. I will. think I mentioned that last episode, but Crisis Core. Phil Collins is great. It? I have no idea. <laughs> I'm not sure if they'll uh, <laughs> include Genesis or not, but I think they'll at least not do anything that directly invalidates Crisis Core. Well, Dirge of Cerberus totally hinted at Genesis at the end of it, didn't it? Yeah, it's a secret ending. 
right so wrapped up so like come on bring bring genesis back no burn dirge Cerberus. <laughs> <laughs> so all right was, i guess uh, who wants to take the next article i will i guess um so this came out a couple of days ago they are adding arden as a dlc character in Dissidia nt does which... anyone play that game Next I story. <laughs> I'm not interested in this. I the only like reason video games. I bring it up is because I do think it's cool that they are still supporting that game, even if it is utter trash. Um, <laughs> They're dedicated. I, I like it. I think well, we they all abandoned, they abandoned the dumpster fire of FF15. Yeah. <laughs> so let's keep this little dumpster fire of Final Fantasy to see coming. I think we can all agree that the idea of a Final Fantasy fighting game is cool. It's just the execution was lacking. Yeah, that game was terrible. Final Fantasy's are RPGs. They shouldn't be fighting games. I'm not a big fan of fighting games in general. So, like, anytime I see a fighting game, I'm just like, eh. Like, the the Pokemon Pokin. I was like, this is stupid. Yeah. Why why do this? There's a game called Pokemon Pokin. Pokin Tournament is what it's called. It's like Pokemon meets Tekken. Tekken. Yeah. It's ridiculous. got a pokemon <laughs> yeah you're just two pokemon beating the crap out of each other tekken style <laughs> oh, that, i love how if you when you oh, talk about anything they were than like two years ago or in the past five years bill's like what is that <laughs> well, wait wait till you get to my game of the decade nominations <laughs> yeah <laughs> i haven't actually played anything since 2017 <laughs> so good sorry anyway, i'll save that as far as a, a dlc character i mean Arden was one of the the lights of 15, one of the only good things about the story, I think. Oh, yeah, he, he really carried it, to be honest. One of the best FF, or villains Final Fantasy has had in quite a while, I think. Agreed. Top four. I have a three-way tie between between uh, Arden, Kefka, and uh, Sephiroth. Sephiroth. No. I'll put X-Death above him. Those two Ooh. are definitely... X-Death? X-Death. <laughs> The tree. He's great. He just shows up every now and then in the video and inserts himself inside you. Because he's like a weird That's... dildo dick tree. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I posted pictures of it on Twitter when I fought him. He Jesus. does look like a penis in, in the final battle. <laughs> Late night recordings are very sexual, apparently. I'm feeling a little flustered. I've always marked the episodes as explicit, just in case. <laughs> you never know what slips out of my mouth. Um, slips in. Apparently a dildo <laughs> tree. <laughs> I'll grab the next article so we can move on from the dildo tree. No, uh, it is it is titled Stardew Valley coming to Teslas. I have no idea what Stardew Valley is. Um, so we we'll totally no sk- skip that. The, the fact that it's in a Tesla, and I'm assuming that means car, is pretty ridiculous. It's basically uh, a Harvest Moon clone, a farming simulator. But a it's an indie game and a lot of people really love it. Like it's a pretty big indie game. Yeah. I haven't played it myself, but apparently it's something you could pick up for a couple minutes or play for a couple hours, depending on what you want to do. It's um, just kind of a simulator type game. I think I have um, a switch. Yeah. It's you supposed need, to be good. Like I say, you can buy a Tesla and play it in your Tesla. Why you're another just thing driving? to drain another thing to drain the battery in which you can wait in line for six hours. 
And really the whole reason I put through this story into the, the doc is I thought it might be interesting to talk about video games and cars. Does it, I think it's a bad idea. It's a terrible idea, but is it Cuphead also so, on the on the Tesla as well? I think so. Oh my god. So I, I overall I think it's a pretty cool idea to have like a you know, for the passenger. I'm I'm the only one who ever drives, so it's so I'm not too keen on it. But like yeah, a, assume, a screen built in would be pretty yeah, dope. Be built into the back seats so that the people in the back could play it, not the people in the front. <laughs> but one thing that would suck is the fact that it would drain the battery in a, in a Tesla. And it's already, it, I don't know if you guys saw all the articles over um, Thanksgiving holiday, but pretty much every charging station was backed up for hours. <laughs> wow. There, there's just too many electric cars compared to charging stations. So it's kind of making me stay away from electric cars until there is at least one charging station per gas station. You should it honestly, really depends where you are, I think, in the country. You should just out stand outside your house, Jay, with a plug with an extension cord and offer. You know, have people pay you to charge their cars. I don't I don't think Mason, Michigan is the uh <laughs> the place for that <laughs> that's your entrepreneurship style there just go out there with your plug like i'll charge your cars now if, if we had electric jeeps or like uh huge jacked up trucks then yeah maybe that would catch on over here <laughs> but no no i do think that you it says somewhere in that article that you have to be completely like in park mode to boot up the game so safety well, first part of that that's a good question the only thing i think of is if you're like waiting on somebody or in line at those charging stations bring my switch <laughs> perfect moment to play stardew valley <laughs> hey. uh, assuming it's on a backup battery <laughs> well guys we live in the future yeah well hopefully it'll project onto the windscreen <laughs> the windshield. <laughs> All I could see is uh, Talladega Nights, where he sold that space on his windshield for Fig Newtons. He's like, oh, the yeah. sign is dangerous, but I do love Fig Newtons. I do love Stardew Valley. Uh, so the next article we have is uh, Last Remnant releases on mobile devices. Did anybody besides like Bill finding that out hear about that happening? Oh, I guessed it was going to happen. Did and you? I was right. Yeah, I I knew it was going to happen because I heard Bill talk about it. I have I have Last Remnant on the Switch. I'm not a huge fan of it, but so you've played it. Too surprised. Yeah, I probably I have about three hours into it because that was Sakaguchi's first game after the after he left Square, wasn't it? No, it's the, the, I'm not a fan of the battle system. I'm just not into it. It takes me out of it. It, oh. it makes me think too hard. You know, it's supposed to be it's supposed to be really good. Yeah, I mean, it. well, they said it was supposed to have, like, a small cult following behind it. Like, a lot of people, once they played it and finished it, they really liked it. But I guess it's hard for people just to pick up and try it. Because the battle system is kind of complicated. I understand I the just... small part. Small cult it was, following. That was an mm-hmm. Xbox 360 exclusive, wasn't it? Correct. And the people who had Xboxes didn't really um, buy RPGs. No. <laughs> it was a bit of a... Bit of a bad bad call now well i mean square did have a lot of these rpg titles or jrpgs that they try to do um outside of final fantasy like did you guys ever uh, play infinite undiscovery you ever heard of that one okay never mind 
I hope that comes on the Switch. It's a Square Enix 360 game they had. But, you know, Scott, did you play that game, The Last Remnant? Actually, the first time I ever heard about it was, I think, when you and Bill discussed it on the show when they did the mm-hmm. remaster. Okay. Um, I don't know jack about it. I noticed the combat's kind of crappy. Um, so I think... I think you guys have discussed it because they took The Last Remnant down. Oh, off yeah. Of like... That's right. They, they because had it the on Steam. Yeah, they had it on Steam. Like I, I have it on Steam right now. Um, the original one that they released because it was, it was like five bucks on a Steam sale, and like three weeks later, I saw something in an article that, oh, Last Remnant's gone, you can't play it, and then two weeks later after that, it was like, psych, it's remastered. <laughs> Here you go. We're gonna put it on the Switch and the Steam, and people are like, why? Like, yeah. why that game? I guess but, that means I paid way too much money for it. Yeah, you probably. probably. Yep. I guess I just thought since I'd heard you guys discuss it before that you might know a little bit more about it. No, I need to play. It's on my Switch. I mean, I, I, I'm kind of a bad person about that, where I just buy games constantly for different freaking platforms. Right. Uh, I think you guys have the same problem. It's fine. Um, but I think we should play it at some point just to see what it's like. I don't think we can get Jay to play it, though. Well, Last if we wait another few years, it might be considered a... A retro game. Yeah, I played nope. three hours of it. I have my opinion. Three sixty is not the golden years. This is not the golden <laughs> years no more. Territory. It's I beg to differ, good sir. Come on now, <laughs> I can't help. I'm not old. Okay, well, that's it for that's that. That's it. Yeah. Um, next story. They released Dragon the opening cinema for Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. Oh yes, I, I'm so I'm pumped. S- I am so excited for this game. <laughs> what the hell so is this? Dra- it, it's uh, it's essentially a re a, a one thousandth retelling of the Dragon Ball Z series, right. um, but like it's a, it's a more RPG style um, take on it, more of a, a open world traveling kind of dealio. Um, I'm pretty excited for it. It's, Dragon Ball Z is the only series that has been able to retell the exact same stories in every single game that they release and still be successful. Yeah. It's all in my mind. Time at this point. <laughs> yeah. Right. It ended in the, the, the mid nineties is when Dragon Ball Z finished. And this is the, I don't know, easily has to be the, the 15th game that is just retelling the same story. It does seem like it, the presentation of this one is higher than you would usually expect from a Dragon Ball game. Yeah, it, it, so a couple of years ago, I watched a video of somebody who basically made a Dragon Ball Z game in the with Unreal Engine, and this is exactly what it looks like. So hmm. I think it's going to be awesome. Yeah, well, well I'm going to buy it. Yeah, I, I was a Dragon Ball Z fan when I was a kid. Um, so if it turns out to be good, I wouldn't be against giving it a go. Yeah. Um, I did watch some gameplay clips, though, and the fights, to me, kind of look like how the battles work in Dissidia. See, we came full circle here. (laughs) Well, I think the battles in general look how Dragon Ball Z, like the most recent games, have always kind of looked, minus the hit points. I guess you could say Dissidia fights kind of look like Dragon Ball battles. Yeah, Dragon Ball came first. Right. 
Um, I don't really have anything else to say about that other than let's keep an eye on it. Yeah, I'm pretty pumped. So this last one uh, is very near and dear to my heart. Uh, CD Project Red strikes new Witcher deal. Uh, so essentially for the last couple years, I believe, um, the the original author of The Witcher has been essentially suing CD Projekt Red because he wanted more money, um, which they, he, he had no ground to do that because whenever uh, CD Projekt Red essentially bought the license for gaming, uh, for you know doing all gaming, board games, uh, graphic novels for The Witcher, um, Andre, who's the original author, opted out of a uh, like a percentage of, of um, you know money that the the projects made. He opted out and instead got a, a like a lump sum. Um, and I think he realized that that was a, a stupid idea because of how just vastly popular the Witcher game series has become. Uh, he m- missed out on you know, making a hundredfold what he originally got. Yeah, because The Witcher now, or the video games made the series more popular than mm-hmm. it ever was prior to them. Yep, especially The Witcher 3. The Witcher 3 made so much money that he decided to try and, and sue them. Uh, it evidently worked well enough because they have a new um, a new deal with the author, uh, which kind of signifies that there's a good chance that um, that more games are going to be coming out in the Witcher franchise, which I am so excited for. Super pumped. I hope they do it. I hope after Cyberpunk comes out, they focus on like a Witcher 4 or something in that universe that is good because I'm not a Gwent guy. Um, It seems like every time I turn around, I'm hearing something new about the Witcher. So I think it has become like a huge series and we, we can surely expect more. But the good thing is this basically confirms that they can continue making the series. Right. And well, that's with gaming, graphic novels and board games. They don't have any rights to the TV shows, as we know, because Netflix uh, now has the rights to the the Witcher TV show, which came out December 20th and is fantastic. Uh, So it it's essentially not sourcing from. Uh, the Witcher games. It's sourcing from the books, but you can totally tell that that uh, Henry Cavill, uh, Cavill, Cavill, um, uh, Henry Henrietta Deville, is, um, <laughs> Cruella Deville. We'll, we'll get there eventually. He he is totally sourcing his uh, his I don't know his his character from. Geralt in the game series mm, as opposed to Geralt. Ah, well, you're wrong, Bill. I, th- okay. I think he's sourcing his uh, character from Raiden from the first Mortal Kombat film played by Christopher Lambert. Best <laughs> <laughs> part Get of out of here. <laughs> oh, my God. But, uh, yeah, so the, the TV series has been wonderful. I, uh, I, I know it's getting some hate because they, they've decided to tell the story in a, in a in a kind of a splintered faction uh, fashion. So it's obvious if you're paying attention, you can, ob- you can catch on very well, but if you're not paying attention, you're not going to catch on to how the story is being told. And so it's going to be really confusing and kind of hard to follow because not like, it's not the, there's only a couple pieces that are in sequential or, or um, I don't know, chronological order, sequential order uh, within the same timeline. 
the actual stories of Geralt are kind of bouncing around. Uh, and, and the reason they're doing that is because the first two or three books in the Witcher series were just tales of Geralt being a Witcher. And it wasn't until um, until the fourth, I believe it was the fourth book, whenever uh, it, it actually settled down and said, okay, this is now the present and this is the storyline. Everything else was just tellings of uh, of Geralt's adventures. So they're kind of splicing in the actual storytelling from the the main three books in with uh, like Geralt's tales and the story building and the story around Yennefer. Um, They're kind of splicing that in to the story about Ciri and the story about Ciri is what the the like the core books are about. I've been hearing pretty much nothing but good things about it. Um, The only sort of uh, controversy, well, not controversy, but critique i've heard of it is that if you aren't already a witcher fan it can be a hard a little hard to follow which i guess is what you were just alluding to with the yep. splintered storytelling yep and and to be completely honest the first episode i was watching i did not totally so i the first episode i was convinced that they really screwed up and decided to, to slap in all of Geralt's like kind of tell the the siri stuff within uh the same storyline or within the same timeline as Geralt's adventures but then I caught on uh, so I thought they were they were going to screw up at first but then they redeemed themselves with me actually watching it I think I might actually attention. give it a go I'll have to strong arm I'll have to strong arm Corey into it but just make Corey just just sit yeah. down like we're gonna watch this it's too bad yeah <laughs> You're gonna deal I, with I think I think some of some of the backlash may also just come from like uh, how Geralt is, like how he is in the books and the games, and of course how he is in the TV show because it's just how the character is, and what she's kind of like this brooding uh, guy who acts like he's hates everything or doesn't want to be a part of anything, but then he's like the the main moral compass of the uh, of the series. So even despite him saying that he's not the moral compass, it's just how it ends up happening. Um, so I think some people might be able to. To, might not be able to look past the character of Geralt and uh, or like some of the more cheesy stuff that can happen with with all of a sudden he's now in love with this witch Yennefer. Um, but it's just you would probably have to uh, um, just understand that it's just how it is. Is this the first live action TV show based off of a RPG? So first off, it's the only one I can think of. It's based off of the books. Um, well, yeah, but the books came well, well before the game series. But I don't think we would be seeing this series if it hadn't been popularized by the games. This is true. Uh, at least Netflix wouldn't have signed it. the The person who show ran it, uh, she was a, a fan of the books. She hasn't played any of the video games, so. Um, hmm. Okay. Yeah, but I, so, I, I thought yeah. you might have something to say about that story. <laughs> yeah, I'm uh I'm overall I'm very excited for what's going down with The Witcher. The uh the TV show's amazing. It's all going to be good. Well, cool. Um and I think that was our last news story. Yeah. So what are we what's our main discussion today, Rich? Man, we are going to talk about the until I lost track. No, I'm just kidding. Game of the decade. So we're going to go through each of us are going to talk about um starting from 2010 all the way to 2019, 
which games we thought was that best game of the year. Now, are we sticking to RPGs or are, uh, any game? Because I think, Scott, this was kind of the topic that you talk, talked us into. I didn't have to talk to you into it very hard, but no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Damn you, Scott, game. this is all your fault. <laughs> yes. No, I, I went with overall game. Okay. Just I don't it think sure. it, uh, we play enough games to do just RPGs for every year. No. All of my games are RPGs or RPG-like. Yeah. Well, that's just your taste. It is my taste. <laughs> Fancy taste. Okay. Well, let's get into it. All right. Who's first? I, I we'll guess start with good. 2010. And just to clarify, each one of us is going to go through each year and say what our game of the day or game of that year was and like a minute about why, if that. Just so we're all, you want we're, to say. we're all gonna like we're gonna do 2010 first all three of us and then 2011 first all three of us or are we yep. gonna okay good i like it better that way and then at the end we'll explain how we're gonna decide the game of the decade right on so I'm... first coming up is rich all right rich what was your favorite game for 2010 all right so mine was not an rpg I actually really liked, and, and Bill talked about it right off the bat, was Dante's Inferno. Really? Yeah. It does have RPG elements to it, but I did I did like the audit, the um, Divine Comedy, and I didn't realize that that's what that was until I started playing the game, and then I figured out, like, connected the two for it. But it had a really good story to it. It was very gory, and, and it was dirty. I mean, there's some dirtiness to it. But it was a Is good that game why you liked it? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. so, Sounds like God of War. Yeah. Basically, it's a hack and slash I, kind of deal. I played a demo of it, but ended up not buying it. It's not bad. But I, I knew mean, that it had garnered some headlines when it came out, but I, I didn't realize it was that good. Yeah, I I enjoyed it. I mean, hell, I'm playing uh, Darksiders uh, again, so and that came out, I think, the same year. I think so. That was the same year that, um, yeah, Darksiders came out in 2010. Same thing as uh, that game. So, yeah, that was my pick for 2010. Was an RPG. What about you, Jay? Me. So I had some struggles. I was stuck between Mass Effect 2 and Red Dead Redemption. Hmm. So I decided to end it off with Mass Effect 2. Uh, so Mass Effect 2 was the first game that I played on my not brand new xbox 360 uh and ironically it was also the last game i played on my not new xbox 360 because i left it at somebody's house and they just never gave it back to me um the the console that is uh but yeah mass effect 2 was a great game i actually had a a a weird crisis earlier today because i thought mass effect 2 was mass effect 3 and I could have sworn that I played through and beat Mass Effect 3 in 2010. and But apparently it was Mass Effect 2. I was just having some weird uh, Mandela effect moments and thought my world was crumbling. <laughs> no, I, I was just wrong. Oh, about you figured that. it out. You figured out what yeah. the issue was. Yeah, it was Mass Effect 2, not 3. Uh, but I could have swore. I, I was so convinced that Mass Effect 1 and 2 were both like semi-role, uh, semi-turn-based games. But evidently, that's not even true. So now I'm questioning whether I actually even played Mass Effect 2. Uh, but regardless, that's my it's my choice. 
guess you're great game. To a game you haven't played. <laughs> <laughs> great game, really good storytelling, really fun combat. Uh, it was my first uh, for uh, uh, was it my first alienish like game aside from Star Wars? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. How old were you in 2010, Jay? Uh, 15. Oh, old enough to play those at least. Yeah, come on now. I'm not. I'm not 15 now. <laughs> um, I I really want to get into the Mass Effect series myself. I haven't played any, although I did watch uh, an old roommate of mine play quite a bit. And Andromeda sucks. Well, of course I wouldn't way. play Andromeda, <laughs> but uh, the original trilogy I'll get to eventually. I've sort of been hinting to Corey lately that we should try it. All right. Cool. Uh, so what's what's yours, Scott? Mine is drumroll Final Fantasy 13. Ooh. Oh. Um I know that's an unpopular choice for many, but it is one of my favorite Final Fantasies. Screw those I think people. I've spoken to, yeah. I think I've talked about even on this show before um about how the story is not as bad as you may initially think and the combat system, you know, other than 13-2 is in my opinion, the best in the series. It's a hard one, man. I I also had it in 2010. I got it whenever it first came out. I had I had troubles playing through that game. I remember. Uh, I I think I actually was not able to beat it, and I got all the way to the. Um, uh, it's it's where you finally land on the actual planet. I can't remember the actual details, but uh, yeah, whenever you actually land on the planet Pulse. and you get out, yeah. Yep, Grand Pulse. And uh, yeah, that's whenever I stopped playing it because it got too hard for me. I was not able to strategize well. I think I was just really dumb. It's it's a little tricky and it does get, uh, there's a difficulty spike around that point in the game, especially mm-hmm. if you don't know what you're doing. Which is funny because a lot of people accuse the game of too much hand-holding, which I guess is true in the, the early hours. But I, it, like I said, it's one of my favorite Final Fantasies and it's actually... Corey's favorite Final Fantasy period. Granted, he's only played like four or five of them, but well, that's all they're all the good ones anyway. There's only four or five good ones, more or less. All right, so we for 2010 we've got Dante's Inferno. Rich Jay picked Mass Effect two, and I picked Final Fantasy thirteen. So under 2011. Yeah, Ooh. do we just want to go in the same order? Yeah. Yep. All right, Rich. Final Fantasy thirteen two. Uh, Man, that's what I picked. <laughs> they released that. They released that fast, didn't they? Yeah, I didn't realize it was that quick. I didn't either until I was going through this list trying to figure out which <laughs> games to pick. Although I do have a question. Uh, hmm. It came out in December in Japan, but it was 2012 for America. Ask her it 2011. So what do we? Okay. Um, all right. I picked Diablo three. So that's a good one from what I hear. That was my first Diablo game and will probably be my last Diablo game uh, because um, uh, fuck Blizzard. But <laughs> yeah, it was uh, I had a I had a very fun time with uh, Diablo three, especially playing it online uh, with some work homeboys. Nice. And I've never played a Diablo game myself, but it's like one of those legendary series. So yeah, it's not too special, but I, I just had fun multiplayer. Okay. And I picked, uh, what did I pick? Portal 2, which is one of my favorite games of all time. I 
really can't come up with a, what anything bad to say about the game. It's perfect from getting beginning to end. The script is hilarious. The characters are amazing. Um, the puzzles are fun without ever getting too hard, in my opinion. Um, and GLaDOS is probably my favorite video game character, period. So it's just an excellent follow-up and expansion on, on what the first one did. So, Scott, I made a mistake. Uh-oh. Uh, <laughs> Diablo 3 is my 2012 pick. <laughs> Whoops. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, so my, my 2011 pick, I was actually stuck between three games. I was stuck between Skyrim, Dragon Age 2, and The Witcher 2. Um, so solely based on on uh probably my excitement levels of, of playing the game i would probably pick skyrim as my my 2011 win so it came out on 11 11 11 was that its original was, release date it was i was right. so stoked to play that game and i was blown away by it what are you playing it on these days your calculator your i have it on the switch though it sucks <laughs> i don't think the game's good anymore but in 2011 i was hype yeah well, but the the Witcher two and Dragon Age two were both very good games as well. People wouldn't still be buying Skyrim if it wasn't you know originally amazing. So I don't can't say I blame you there. I think people love the idea of Skyrim. I don't think anybody actually loves Skyrim anymore. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe a good point. So for twenty twelve, uh, Rich. Um. I was going to say uh, Dead Space 3. Hold on, I got to double check. See Dead Space I, really liked, I really liked the first two Dead Space games. Nice and creepy and pretty difficult. Yeah, Not the third Never one? Played three. Never played it. Mm, okay. Wait, in... I assume I would like it. <laughs> Those are That's a, basically like a horror shooter, right? Yeah. Yeah. I should play at a certain point because I love horror games. Space Resident Evil. It, or, I, it looked kind of more like a doom to me at some points, but I've had a lot of friends tell me I should play that. So, um, and then we could skip you, Jay. Obviously, uh, it's Diablo three. Yeah, I screwed up. And then, so here's my problem now. Um, I picked Final Fantasy thirteen two for twenty twelve because I was going off <laughs> the North American dates. Um, and twenty twelve was kind of a a really slow year in my opinion, at least for games that were made for me. Um, so any objections to me keeping that? No, keep it. No, keep it. Okay. 2012 was the uh, was my junior year in high school, and I was basically working full-time. So I really did not play very many games outside of Diablo 3. That was a good year to not be playing games. Yep. Also the end of the world. So my pick is specifically the... Uh, localized version, I guess. There you go. Rich played it in Japanese. Yes, totally. I understood <laughs> it all the way. 13-2 story is weaker, in my opinion, but the battles, like I said, it's got the best battle system in the series, in my opinion. I thought the voice right. was pretty good. Especially Caius. Mm-hmm. Um, same guy that voiced Kane in the 4 remake, which is, I guess, is one of the only good things about the 4 remake. Ooh, that's say something controversial oh they they, i hate the design they look like fat fat little dolls right okay 2013 rich all right 2013 i just had that let me see here 
I actually had The Last of Us. Uh, I also had The Last of Us. That is pro- probably my all-time favorite game. Um, even beating out The Witcher, I would I dare to say. Ooh. Um, such a good game. I, it really is. Every time I think about it, I just am amazed by how good of a game it is. Yeah, and I'm really hyped for the second one. And I think the first one was actually my first game that I covered on my uh, Let's Play channel. So uh, it was brand new when I started that up. It's just the, such a great game. I also picked The Last of Us. Uh, <laughs> oh, so snap. I think that speaks to, you know, how great of a game it was. And just to clarify, we didn't share each other's picks with each other going into this. Nope. Um, is there any like runners up that you guys could pick? So we still have three for this year. I mean, hang on, double checking here. What um, I I wrote down some honorable mentions on mine. So no, I don't have anything really. Well, the shooter that I really didn't enjoy was um, Battlefield Four, but that was only because of multiplayer. Hmm. Well, I mean, you could still pick it if yeah, you want. Sure. We'll, we'll put I mean, that do on you have a runner-up written no. Let's pick something different. So, Injustice. The only uh, the only other game I even think I played that year, because that was the year I graduated and got married, mind you. Um, well, I think it was Black Flag, Assassin's Creed. I think, yeah, looking at the list, that's the only other game I played. Okay, and if I had to pick a runner-up, it would be, uh, I guess, Lightning Returns. So I will pick. The, <laughs> I'll pick The Last of Us, and then we'll go with y'all's runners-up because I don't want half my list to be Final Fantasy Thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so, Rich, you said Injustice. Yeah. And Jay, you said Assassin's Creed Four, right? Yep. That's the only Assassin's Creed I've seen that I thought was really good too. So. And to be honest, I didn't even think it was that good. I don't think any of the uh, the second Assassin's Creed is probably the only one I would consider an actual like really good game. Hmm. I just like the the ocean theme. I, I love any game where you're like sailing across the ocean blue. Like I'm a the big Pirates World fanboy. Like part of Kingdom Hearts three. So, all right, 2014, Rich. 2014. Let's just say Destiny. I also picked Destiny. <laughs> what <Wow>. the heck? <laughs> I really didn't I, think a uh, shooter would be nominated twice on an RPG podcast, although I guess that's the closest you'll get to a shooter RPG. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I mean, nothing else was really that great. Um, yeah, that the that was... I, I didn't play Shadow of Mordor. Um, that's the same year Dragon Age Inquisition came out, and I did get it that same year, but it just... I didn't. I wasn't a big fan of it. Um, I I still have it, and I I think the farthest I've ever gotten into it was about six uh, six hours in. Um, I did also play Titanfall that year, and it was okay. But still, Destiny is probably the only game that I really really played. Any matters up for you, Rich? You know what? Uh... Screw that. Pokemon Omega Ruby. <laughs> there we go. I'm gonna keep mine this time. All right, and then. I went with Super Smash Brothers for Wii U um, because 
as you guys know, I'm a big Smash fan, and that game was also close to perfect. The only thing it was kind of lacking in single player content, but Smash is just amazing, I think. Um, and then Smash Ultimate, which came out last year, just built on that. Each game it kind of builds on the one before, but there's a solid foundation there. So that's it for 2014. I'm kind of starting to get the impression that you guys don't play Smash at all. Is that right? Uh, no. I've played it for probably 15 minutes. I thought ever. you were going to say 15 years. I was going to have to look up how old Smash is. <laughs> it probably is over 15 at this point. But Yeah, that well, yeah, put it in a... yeah, 2005. Right. Because 15 it was years ago. Was, you know, next year, 2021, it'll have been 15 years since Hurricane Katrina. Can you guys believe that? Yes. Oh, come on. You're supposed <laughs> to be shocked. Well, I was in, I think I was in high school at the time. I was in junior high. Oh, you're such a and, baby. Yeah. Damn. What, 2006? Uh, how many? That was 14 years ago. No, bro. I don't even know if I was in junior high. Oh, We're not. Man. I'm going to think about that. I think I might have been in fifth grade. Oh, this hurts so bad. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I just realized, uh, in case. Listeners are wondering what happened to Bill. He had to drop off due to the baby waking up. So, Oh, that's why I was so quiet. <laughs> I just realized yeah. that. <laughs> it's, it's like, why were we having such a good time all of a sudden? <laughs> <laughs> Something seems fishy. Yeah. This is too fun. All right. Uh, 2015. Rich. Are, are we counting DLC? Because I was going to say Destiny, the Taken King. 2015 to me didn't really have that much going on. You take that back. It was kind of a slower year. Yeah. It wasn't a, as bad as 2012, in my opinion. But um, I'm not going to nominate know. a stupid Call of Duty game. Okay, so was the Taken King released separately? It was. Ever? It was a DLC. Not well. Yeah, because I know sometimes they take DLC and like repackage it as physical. They did. Yeah, they just added it on as like you can buy. Destiny, and then you can buy this game that has the Taken King with it as a DLC. So they did technically release it. All right, we'll count it. Okay. And wasn't the Taken King? Didn't it like kind of make Destiny a decent game? Yeah, that's what fixed it. Yeah, I thought so because the originally everybody complained about there being a, a big lack of con- lack of content, if I remember right. Yeah, and lacking story. Correct. One of my best friends runs a Destiny podcast, so you think I know more about it? But um, okay. What about you, Jay? The Witcher Three Wild oh. Hunt. I should have known. Oh, how did I not see that coming? Tell us why. Great game. Great game. Good. Good things going on with that game. Maybe we should just make this a Witcher podcast. I'm about to. <laughs> He's going to hijack the show. We already are. Yeah. Um, I'm going to start my own show with The Witcher and TV reviews. Yeah. Um, And then my pick, I'm going to have to give to Life is Strange, which is basically one of those really heavily story-based games where you just make decisions and it affects how the story plays out. But it really affected me. And um, it's one of the the best versions of that type of game that I've played. That was also the same year Fallout 4 came out, and I totally forgot about Fallout 4 because it sucked. Ah, 
Well, uh, yeah, Fallout 3 was the one everybody loved, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't hear much good about Fallout 4, and it's only gone downhill since then. I thought about picking Rocket League this year, but <laughs> I'm so shit at Rocket League, I couldn't bring myself to do it. <laughs> um. Okay. Twin. Moving right along. Twenty sixteen. Stardew Don't Valley. Don't you say it. Don't you say it. I'm gonna Richard. S- Stardew Valley. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I can't say. It. What do you think I'm gonna say? I think you're gonna say what the rest of us are gonna say. <laughs> so I can't pick Final Fantasy fifteen. <laughs> I also picked Final Fantasy 15. All right, I'll give a backup. <laughs> well, despite I mean, despite everything that's wrong with that game, I'd say overall it was still a a reasonably like pretty good game. Yeah, until they started jacking with it. Well, I don't know. Uh, I think a lot of the DLC helped fix a lot of it, but yeah. in my opinion, yeah. the, the base story was just lacking so much. Okay, it's like they had all the cards on the table. And they did something with two of them. What did that? Did that come out in November of 2016? Yes. Yep. Yeah, because I, I remember playing 15. It it was like the first video game I played all year because I was working a ton and had a child under one. And uh, yeah, I remember finally getting that game, and just whenever Gracie would take a nap, she would just lay on me and take a nap and I just cram that game. I would just play so much of that game the entire time she was napping. It's fantastic. Oh yeah. I have a shit ton of hours in it, so it can't have been that bad. Right. Yeah. Right. So can I give a, uh, uh, I'll give a runner up then since we all picked the same okay. one. Um, I, did, I did not pick. Oh, you did so. Oh, okay. Never mind. Well, my runner up is, okay. Tales of Basiria. I didn't finish it, but it was actually a pretty good game. It's a, one of the Tales series. Have you played a bunch of the Tales games? Mm-hmm. Everybody played. always talks about Symphonia, but other than that, yeah, you know, I've always been more of a fan of the the Sonic games. <laughs> Dad, <laughs> Dad, joke. Dad joke. Come on, Tales. Yeah. Oh, yeah. come on. I got come you. Come on. Take there. Yeah, I got you. So yeah, it's. Uh, I thought that was a good one. Period hear about sometimes so um i almost picked 15 and this in fact this is one of my hardest decisions because other than 15 there wasn't a whole lot going on this year but um i went with <laughs> the jackbox party pack three wow <laughs> what i don't know what that is <laughs> basically it's like a collection of games that uh, it puts a room code on the screen and then everybody connects to it on their phone they go to a website and then they play the game on their phone and uh, you follow along with what's going on on the screen. Wow. So it's, it's like four different games. There's like trivia. Uh, and it's just like party games basically. And I've had hours of fun just hosting. Like anytime there's a party with a bunch of people, it's like, Hey, let's play Jackbox. So, and they're up to like Jackbox six now. So it's pretty successful. You guys should check it out sometimes, especially if the, uh, you ever have any friends over? I don't. I don't have friends. <laughs> I have Bill. Well, theoretically, you know, we could all play it right after this. I know we won't, but it, <laughs> that's the thing is you get a RAM code, so you can just, yeah, you know, if you put it on a screen. So we should try it sometime, maybe. That'd be a good uh, stream at some point. 
it's kind of a weird game to pick for game of the year, but I, I love it. So, hey, nothing wrong with it. <sighs> okay, um, twenty seventeen. Man, I'm gonna have to go with some of that Fortnite action. I'm kidding. No, I <laughs> swear to God, no. Um, no, I thought you were, I thought you were serious. I thought, no. I thought you were about to start dabbing on us. Uh, no, uh, Destiny Two. You have lost. No, Destiny Dest- Two. Destiny Two. Oh, you're Destiny Two. Big Destiny mm-hmm. fan, huh? Well, I mean, yeah, it's. I like the storyline they had for it. Um, I thought Destiny Two did such a great job uh, trying to wrap up what they were doing. Uh, they really have some things to work on uh, to continue that storyline. If they want to do what they originally set out to do was that 10 year plan they had uh, with destiny one, but there's been some, some shortcomings on it. Um, I like how they try to, you know, keep up with the changes with it. Um, I really love Nathan Fillion and his voice acting. He's in the game. That's why I liked him. Was he the replacement for uh, Peter Dinklage? No, that's uh, Nolan North. Oh, okay. He did a good job. But no, uh, Nathan Fillion, he's he plays uh, Cade Six. The only downside is they uh, killed him off. So, spoiler. Don't know how they're going <laughs> to fix that. But well, I thought it was good. Okay. Like I said, one of my best friends is obsessed with Destiny, so I'll take your words for it. Yay. So my two zero one seven pick is Horizon Zero Dawn. Oh shit! Yeah, I'm so glad you picked that. I was gonna fantastic, fantastic game, crazy good setting. Uh, I think it's incredibly original too. Um, Yeah, yeah, very good story, very fun combat. Everything about it is almost a masterpiece. yeah, I really don't have any complaints about it. It so was very no, fun. So no Mass Effect Andromeda? I, I thought that's what you were going to pick. <laughs> <laughs> no. Dude, 2017 was such a good year. It was like almost unfair. Like Horizon was amazing. My pick, which is Zelda Breath of the Wild, uh, was fantastic. Uh, I knew you were going to pick that. That's when it came out on the Wii U, right? It came out on the Wii U and Switch simultaneously. It was like a launch oh, game yeah. on Switch. That's right. Um, Breath of the Wild, it totally flipped the Zelda formula on its head while still keeping it you know, distinctly Zelda. Yeah. Um, you can go anywhere, do anything at any time, more or less. Um, it's just fun from beginning to end. I think I have like 270 hours in it. I've done everything, granted. but <laughs> um, It's also Corey's favorite game ever. Which I wouldn't go that far. Hmm. Uh, also, another freaking amazing game, Mario Odyssey, came out that year. So that was one reason I was glad that you picked Horizon because I thought it was so unfair that neither of those games would get picked. Uh, and, and actually, I would put all three of those games above a bunch of the other picks from the different years. So, oh yeah, most definitely. Yeah, twenty seventeen, powerful year. Uh, 2018, Rich. Octopath Traveler. Really? Yeah, I enjoyed it. I'm still playing okay. it, obviously. I okay. had to start it back over, but I thought it was the design of it. It had a more simplistic feel to it um, as an RPG. It's not over the top, as I feel like some of the RPGs that we're getting into now start to get you know, way complicated for no reason. 
um, it was actually pretty nice to go back to just that simple feel to two games. I still want to play it at some point. I'm surprised you haven't yet, but yeah. Well, the I played the demo with Corey and he fell asleep, so <laughs> not surprised. Yeah, yeah, the art style is beautiful, but I mean, I'm hoping Square maybe does some classic Final Fantasies in that style. Me and everybody else, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that'd be that'd be quite the dope. What about you, Jay? Mine was God of War. Mm. People are saying that's like the best game on the PS4, so good choice. I would argue that it might be one of the best games on the PS4. It's very beautiful. Uh, I, I The way that they were able to completely change God of War as a franchise is amazing. Uh, I was always a God of War fan for, ever since the first game came out. Like I convinced my grandma to buy it for me. And it had a, a ton of nudity in it. So I'll just close my bedroom door and play through it. And uh, basically that was the reoccurring theme all the way up until um, what the three God of War three, I think was the, the last one I'd played before this. Uh, and they're just vastly different games. The gameplay is different. The storytelling is different. The character has undergone like some crazy development. It's, Super awesome. I cannot wait until the the next one comes out in, uh, I don't know, 2030 or whatever. Yeah, I think I've I watched a friend play all the way through God of War 2, and those games are just not for me. But I do think God of War, the, the, re, or the reboot, not even a reboot, the PS4 God of War uh, looks amazing. And I've heard enough good stuff about it that I'm definitely going to play it probably pretty soon. Yeah, um, I, I would say it's not really it's not really a hack and slash game anymore. It's more of an action game. Yes, yeah, it's play it. Like it, the original so much is a just it was kind of basic hack and slash to me, and just the testosterone levels through the roof kind of turned me off. <laughs> right. It's like, oh, here's some women here. I better go bang them. Right. But that's so I have a question before I announce my pick. Um. Super Smash Brothers Ultimate came out in December of 2018, but the Game Awards counted it as a 2019 game. Nah, no, counted as a 2018 game. Okay. Uh, well, then Super Smash Brothers Ultimate is my 2018 game. It's the perfect version of Smash. There's like 80 plus characters with more being released pretty much every stage from past Smashes. There's a decent single player mode. And it's the best matches ever played. So I can't, even though I nominated or picked Wii U earlier, it's like, this is the even better version. However, I do want to give shout outs to Spider-Man, which was also awesome. Ooh. Uh, The Shadow of the Colossus remake, because that is one of the best games ever made. And Celeste, which is an indie game that has a really emotional story. Um, It's a platformer. Uh, but I loved that game too. This is, that was another hard year for, for me to pick, but I just can't say no to smash. All right. And then finally we got 2019. That was, this was rough. Um, yeah, it's been pretty, a decent year for games. Yeah. Next year is going to be freaking bananas. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. I'm uh, excited. Um, okay. So, 
One game that I was really excited about when it first came out was Anthem. I don't know. Did you guys ever see the play for that? I no. thought it looked really cool, but then it just blew up in everybody's faces, oh, literally yeah. and figuratively. Oh, yeah. Well, to put it in perspective, so during Black Friday's uh, big sales at GameStop when I was working there, uh, they literally had that game for sale for $5. Wow. And it just came out. So I was selling the crap out of it because they're supposed to next year go in and fix it, like relaunch it. So just kind of like Destiny did when it first came out. So I'm curious to see what they're going to do with that. Um, not sure what they're going to do for it, but we'll just have to hope and see. So my pick of the of the year is going to have to be um, Pokemon Sword and Shield. I got really confused because my mind immediately went to Let's Go. No, screw that crap. <laughs> Boy, hey. Or Shield, right? <laughs> I said Sword and Shield. I, I pick Sword. Okay. But I, all I was right, just, I was doing both, but that's all right. So we'll, I'll pick sword. You must be really liking it. I mean, it's fun. I mean, it's a good time waster. It's Pokemon. Yeah, I mean, Hard to get wrong. I, I I enslave animals, make them fight each other, <laughs> just like real life. Yeah, totally. I mean, you guys are being awfully sarcastic about Pokemon, my <laughs> childhood. Only partially sarcasm. <laughs> your childhood so my pick my pick was going to be pokemon shield but i've decided to forego that for kingdom hearts 3 i'm glad you picked that so unfortunately this year i have not been able to do a lot of gaming because of uh you know promotions at work and lots of uh we bought a house all kinds of junk um but Kingdom Hearts 3 was something I was very, very excited for. It had been, you know, a decade in the making, and we finally got it, and it was okay. But still, a, uh, I don't know, kind of like a, a something that I'm going to stamp in the book of life as a success, and now I'm excited for what's coming out, what's coming out next in yeah. the Kingdom Hearts franchise. Ten more years we'll later. About DLC pretty soon. Yeah. Um, so I'm glad you picked that because I was torn between that and what I ended up going with, which is the Resident Evil 2 remake. Oh, uh, yeah. oh, I forgot all I'm about that. I'm surprised you didn't pick that. Oh, it hurts so bad. <laughs> well, Why? we spoke about it last week and we did a whole review, so no surprise okay. that it's. I, I've got a high opinion of it. Okay, yeah. Um, I'll have to. It's just like one. the perfect remake. They completely reinvented the game, but. Without make it still feels like Resident Evil Two. It's still the and, same storyline, so that's that's amazing. Yeah. So I don't, I can't really think of a bad thing to say about it. So yeah, I'm gonna pick Romancing Saga Three because it's the only <laughs> thing I've played from this year. Holy crap! He just comes out <laughs> of nowhere. Phantom. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put a bonus category in the dock. Romancing Saga Three. <laughs> Uh, I had a whole. I had all my years picked out apart from two, <laughs> and then well, yeah, my baby, my little baby woke up and started wanting wanting to nappy change. Yeah, we so talked. Can well, I quickly bash my You can list them out, but we don't have time for you to talk about them. Oh, okay, so um, 2010. You ready, Scott? Yep. Uh, 2010. My nomination is Halo Reach. Nice. That's a good one. 
I was going to give honorable mentions to uh, Fallout New Vegas. Don't, don't have Nation. time for honorable mentions. Sorry, <laughs> uh, just, I'm just literally listing them. I'm oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Some of us uh, 2011. Uh, I'm going to go Assassin's Creed Revelations. Honorable no. mentions to Gears of War 3. No, that's it. no honorable mentions. <laughs> um, 2012, Borderlands 2. Nice. That's a good one. Honor- honorable mentions to Assassin's Creed 3. Uh, 2013, I'm going GTA 5. <clears throat> I almost uh, thought about picking that too. <laughs> uh, 2014, I want to go South Park Stick of Truth because it's the only <laughs> game I played from that year. Okay, by default. And for the same, <laughs> and same for 2015, Just Cla- uh, Just Cause 3. Although that was awesome. Okay. Uh, 2016. Did someone pick? Um, There's a reason I'm uh, tapping all this out in the background in case you guys can hear that. <laughs> yeah. uh, someone already picked Final Fantasy 15. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Pretty much everybody did. Uh, okay, uh, I'll go for Uncharted 4 then. Not a bad choice. I would, I'd like to have gone Persona 5, but I haven't actually played it yet. Oh. Uh, and then, yeah, 2017 and 18, I've, I've not played anything from those years, so I can't say. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry, guys. And that's I'll it, right? Those, I'll leave those ones blank. Yeah, and then Romancing Saga 3 for this year, because again, it's the only game I've played that was released this year. So that's a new game this year, right? Yeah. Technically, because it was never released in English. This is the first time it's come out with an official English translation. Okay, we'll count it. It's a remaster. All right. So if, you, if you're counting Resident Evil 2, then that counts. <laughs> <laughs> Remake and remaster are not the same things, Bill. We've talked about that. I know. And you know it. I know. <laughs> We've had great discussions on it. <laughs> I'm going to squeeze it in there. I'm going right. to squeeze in the side again. Why not? God damn it. So, so 2016 P5, Persona 5 is definitely an honorable mention. I have played it. That's another one I want to play really soon. Probably this year or sometime. It's a time sink. There's a lot of boring. There's a lot of fun, but then there's a lot of boring, so beware. That's why I've been hesitant. <laughs> don't don't drink while you're playing it because you will fall asleep. I do have one question. I've got an answer. <laughs> Why have you aren't? Why have you put Final Fantasy Thirteen two in two thousand eleven and two thousand twelve? Because of Richard. <laughs> well, it, came out, it came out in two thousand eleven in Japan, and uh, in America it was two thousand twelve. So, oh, so Rich plays the Japanese version. I do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so one the way doesn't like. <laughs> Fine, we'll just go back and you fix that. Then. I mean, <laughs> retcon. Yeah, we could fix that real quick. Yeah, well, uh, my own uh, 2012. Um, you could go for Assassin's Creed 3. Uh, I can not do that. <laughs> it was not that great of a game. Uh, no, it was terrible. <laughs> that's because that's it was set in America. Oh, whatever. Ooh, during there the revolution. I'll just <laughs> just go talk about what we got to do next, Scott. I'll, I'll fix this okay. real quick. The reason we're writing all this down and making sure we get everybody's written down, you may be wondering why we haven't re- announced each of our actual games of the decade. Because that's the whole point of this discussion. Well, we kind of thought it would be fun to let the users or the listeners decide. <laughs> I did that again. <laughs> the users. <laughs> um, <laughs> let the listeners decide with Twitter polls. I think calling them the users polls. is canon now. We've got to call our listeners users. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the users. The after users. <laughs> the Twitter brackets are back. Uh, um, the, the RPG character battle thing that Bill did last or earlier this year that was ricky's idea yeah i had some ideas that's um... well we're doing that again but with the uh game, games of the decade 
Nice. So what we'll do is we'll have a poll um, for each year with all four of our choices, except for the years build it and play games. Yeah. And we'll let you guys vote. Right. And then at the end, uh, we'll eventually have our games of the decade. And then we don't want to influence the poll. So that's why we're not saying our personal choices at yes. this point. Oh, you can fix my 2011 now. Dead Space 2. Okay. Oh, good choice. Um, so, yeah, um, we're not going to drag it out like that character battle thing was gone. I think we'll probably try to run a couple per week. And doing that, we should, it should only take a couple months, I think, if that. That thing so, did take a long time. So, yeah. So, yeah, um, I feel like that was going on for a year or yeah. something. <laughs> Oops. Didn't mean that for that to happen. Uh, so if we've got all those picked, um, next week, I think if Jay can't make it, we'll end up doing a Link's Awakening or FF8 part dose review. Mm, I don't think that's going to happen. You found very <laughs> unsure about that, Richard. I'm very uh, unsure. For, <laughs> for, for everyone's, uh, uh, information, I will most likely not be here <laughs> unless... Unless I get really, really bored, but I would probably not be staying somewhere that would be recording friendly. Uh, so I would say plan for me to not be there. Sweet. So we already figured so, out. This will be the last episode. This one we're recording right now will be the last episode of the year. Nice. Happy New Year, 2020. Happy New Year. Uh, weird to think about. Christmas will have already happened. So Mary, I think it's worth mentioning about um, FF8 as well. Um, just because I'm on my paternity leave now, so it's unlikely me and Rich will get a decent recording slot until late January to record part two. Yeah. Sounds so, like a so apologies to everyone. <laughs> Glad we figured that out on there. Yeah, cool. Uh, so if you guys have any suggestions, comments, concerns, anything about the show, definitely give us feedback. We'd really appreciate that. Um, you guys can leave that on, on our Twitter um, or in the Discord or wherever you want to leave that, I guess. And our iTunes reviews would be fantastic. We just want to make sure we're doing everything we can with this new uh, format that we're going. Scott and Jay are working really hard on this. Um, I definitely want to say I'm very impressed with them and uh, helping out and taking Thanks. over all this. I'm not so I'm not really doing that much. It's would, you let me Scott. Just, would you just let me compliment you? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Jeez. Fine. Jay don't do, sh- do anything. <laughs> so he just looks handsome on the video. Just yeah, totally with the face <laughs> and stuff. I just love he's it. the second best looking guy here. Who's <laughs> the first? Scott's Scott's the Me. first. He's very blue. <laughs> there Look you at go. him. Yep. He's, he's got a perfectly circle shot. head. I don't have my video camera turned on <laughs> in case the, the listeners are wondering. No. Well, Corey's the best looking guy out, out of all of us. <laughs> so. <laughs> With that, you guys can check us out on our Discord channel. We do have that link uh, posted in our descriptions. Uh, we also tweet those out every so often on our Twitter page just to figure if you guys want to join the discussion. We have a decent size people amount of people on Discord. So, yeah. Rate and review us on the shows on iTunes or Google Play, wherever you guys get your podcasting. Uh, Twitter handles for myself is at hailblue1569. You can find me. Me at the Scott spot. I haven't set mine up yet. I'm sorry. <laughs> and I'm at Matanica. Here your resolution. Repeat that again, Bill. <laughs> oh, sorry. I'm at Matanica. M E. Oh, God. I can't say now. M E T U N I. Whatever. Find me at RPG Years. I'll tweet you back. There you go. RPG <laughs> is it, Years is the show. Is it Matanica or Matunica? 
it's Metunica, but I know it's pronounced. I know when you read it, it says Metunica. What's that it's, from? It's a cross that between from? Metallica and a ton of biscuits. I don't okay. think you guys have a ton of biscuits in the state. <laughs> Do you mean a cookie or a biscuit? It's a biscuit. What you guys call cookies is like wrong. Uh, no, <laughs> you're wrong. Basic. No, it's an English biscuits. language. So if you've changed it, you're wrong. Whatever. Biscuits go with gravy. Cookies do not go with gravy. <laughs> Sounds like a challenge. <laughs> <laughs> Just had a moment there. Um, all right. So with that, guys, thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, your support means everything for to us. Uh, please give us some feedback. I'm Rich. I'm Jay. And I'm Scott. And I'm not here. It's, it's Bill, whatever. <laughs> We'll catch you guys next time (laughs) for more RPGs after years. Later. Later. Bye. Later. Toodles. (laughs) Thank you for listening. RPG The Golden Years is produced by Bill and Rich. You can find them on Twitter at RPG Years. You can also contact Bill at Matunica and Rich at Hailu1569. You can also find them on Patreon by searching RPG Golden Years. And, as always, please show these gentlemen some love by rating and reviewing their show wherever you receive your podcast feed. And now is the time that our heroic duo check in at the local inn to replenish their HP. Good night, gentlemen. friends, this is Troidal Power, host of the Troidal Power Presents the Power Playthroughs podcast with Troidal Power, a podcast where I, your host, Troidal Power, play through games in a powerful way. And I'm inviting you to listen to Troidal Power Presents the Power Playthroughs podcast with Troidal Power, a podcast where I, your host, Troidal Power, play through games in a powerful way. You can find it and a lot of other weird shows at probablywork.com.